Welcome to this podcast series, recorded with love as a tribute to Mr. R. Nelson Nash. In this six-part series, you'll hear from Justin Kraft, Jim Oliver, and Joe Pantosi. They are agency owner advisors who are privileged to know and learn from Mr. Nash at a professional as well as a personal level. We trust you will gain insight into the man who changed the face of the life insurance landscape in America for tens and perhaps hundreds of thousands of people who searched for and found freedom from the bondage of financial slavery through the diligent use of the infinite banking concept. Nelson's discovery, perfected and shared with all of us over the past 25 plus years. Nelson taught us that you cannot create, multiply and pass down real significant wealth unless you first unravel the mysteries of the commercial banking system in America. Then apply the truth in your own family, business, and legacy. This podcast series is not a course on money, but a tribute to the discoverer and refiner of that course, offered with respect and admiration. Welcome back. This is Jim Oliver, your co-host, and today joining me again is Justin Kraft and Joe Pantosi. Welcome, guys. Hey, it's good to be back. Good to be with you, Jim and Joe, both of you. Absolutely. I'm blessed to be able to record with you guys today because we got a really cool concept. We're going to talk about some success stories, you know, people that have started infinite banking that really changed their lives, changed the lives of their families or the business. And we're just going to open it up and then we're just going to discuss some of the traits that people have that really knock it out of the park. So I don't remember who I started with last time. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start with my elder and then go to the, to the young pup. So uh, <laughs> Joe Pantosi up first. All right. Okay. So, you know, one of the things that I hear in different ways, different words that they use, but a lot of people will say to me, you know, I knew that there was something out there. I, I knew that there had to be something more besides getting my head handed to me in the stock market or getting my head handed to me in real estate. I knew that there are other people out there doing something different. I just had no idea what it was. And now, now that I've met you, that now that I've sat in the class, now that I've read the book and, and see what's going on and, and watch this whole culture of IBC, which we share with them, right? Because we have this collegial relationship with each other. They say, this feels right. You know, this, this appeals to everything in me that's conservative, that still wants to be in control of my money, where I can create a legacy for my kids. It feels right, and it, it just seems like it's, it's the piece that, that was missing in my life. Okay. Justin? You know, I am so glad you started with Joe. Jim, I appreciate that because now I have to follow that, and he has such a command of the of the English language and, and being from lower Alabama, you know, we say words like y'all and ain't and, you know, want to. And uh, I, I love hearing Joe talk and explain because he got such a passion for IBC. And that's, for me, that's the word that comes to mind. I think two things, number one, the people that are successful, when I look at success stories, they've got a passion about, about changing their thinking. You know, they got a passion about seceding from the traditional models and, and they're very coachable. You know, they're, they're willing to learn, they're willing to dig in and invest in themselves. So man, that for me, passion and coachability come to mind. That's awesome. You know, I think you're right. 
and both of you guys, and by the way, I agree with you with the way that Joe speaks and also the way he writes, because if anybody out there has ever read anything that he's written, then you can tell that he's got a talent there. You know, I think of the people that continue their education, that education develops that passion, education develops that growth. And the guys that I see, and I, and I think of one guy that kind of went through the whole gamut. He had his money with a traditional financial planner. It was one of those things where he says, well, hey, will you talk to the financial planner? I said, well, I'm already going to tell you what the financial planner is going to say. But, you know, if, uh, if you want, I'll talk to him, which I always do really reluctantly because I already know what they're going to say, right? I can tell you what they're going to say. Well, this guy, his vision, he changed. And this guy has continued to educate himself. And he'll send me articles and videos and he'll send me the bad ones and he sends me the good ones. And he'll say, what do you think of this? But he's always educating himself to get better and better at practicing IBC. Wow. Jim, what are some of the things that for you and Joe that financial advisors do say, you know, about traditional financial advisors for some of our clients out there that are listening and they love the idea, they got a passion for it, but they're kind of getting some traditional thinking thrown back in their face. What, what, are, what are some of the common objections they might hear? Hey, I can get a higher rate of return somewhere else. Yeah. The I'm cost sorry. of the insurance is too expensive. Go ahead, Joe. So the, the thing that I see that, that I perceive all the time and, and the clients walk in and tell me is that when they spoke with this typical financial planner, they paid a fee upfront for a package of advice. And what they walked out of that office with was somebody's opinion. And that opinion, you know, might have been supported by education or training or experience or, or knowledge or some book that they read somewhere. But it was that advisor's opinion. And the advisor didn't do anything to empower the client with the education. And what, what we tell them anyway is that when you leave here, you're going to know my opinion, but you're going to know exactly what it's based on. And we consider ourselves really different from every other financial planner out there, except other IBC practitioners, of course, because we're going to empower you by putting into your hands the same operating manual that we're actually working from. So there isn't any secret sauce. There aren't any secret sales meetings that we have outside of the earshot of, of the client. We could have a, an agent sales meeting or a client meeting, and it's the same meeting. We, we don't have any, any, any jargon. We don't have any, any code secret handshakes that we talk about with our advisors that the clients cannot be privy to. So when they walk out of here, they're going to know about the financial history. They're going to know what our recommendations are based on. They're going to have a list that will choke a horse. They're going to have a reading list of recommended books. See, now that you guys told me how good a speaker I am, you can have me flubbing all over the place. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna walk out of here with, with recommended books that, honestly, Nelson Nash recommended to me, recommended to us. And we, you know, went down these trails and, and started studying economics and started studying financial history and how it was impacted by politics and by government, and by Wall Street. I mean, we're studying the whole financial world all over again. And we're encouraging our clients to get excited about understanding it because applied knowledge is power, right? So yes. clients are feeling empowered because they feel like, well, you're actually taking me in as a student and as a disciple and as, as a, a mentee, if you will, 
and I'm going to learn this from the ground up and then I'll be able to teach it to my kids. So Jim, kind of a question for you. I know you're the host, so I'll be quiet. I'm not the, no, no, no. This is the, I'm the, I'm the co-host, the same as you. I, I was just curious. Joe, you said something that really brought this thought to my head. We're talking about success stories with IBC and, and each of us have worked with thousands of clients to help them implement this process and, and do it the right way as best we can, the way Nelson taught us. One of the things you said, Joe, is people taking action. And Jim, that's one of the things that I see that helps my clients be successful is they jump in and they actually take action and they use their system. What are some of the things that you're seeing your clients use their system for and why is it working for them? Well, you know, that's a, that's a great question, Justin. I see my clients using it for their businesses, flowing part of their revenue and profit or all their profit through a policy and then using that for the cash flow of the business. I see people building real estate portfolios once they've educated themselves on real estate and in what capacity or what sector in real estate they want to be in, whether that's multifamily homes or mobile home parks or storage units. And I, I've seen people build portfolios in less than a year using their banking system. And, I, and I've seen real estate professionals we have a lot of clients with the top coaching organization in the country, Brian Buffini and company, and those guys using it for not only their real estate practice, but also for their real estate investment clients, showing them how to buy a lot more real estate being their own banker than just using traditional banks. So how does that impact the question, uh, Jim, this is for you and Joe both. Jim, how does that impact the question when the client says, well, hey, my financial advisor said I can get a higher rate of return. How do you, how do you correlate those two? Well, I mean, what I, I probably would say something as a smart alecky and say, well, you know, the person that cuts my hair thinks that, you know, <laughs> something, because what I try to tell them is, you know, but I cut my own hair, honestly. I mean, I think I do a really good job, by the way. I was going to say, man, uh, that's a hard job. It's got to be. It, it is. It is tough. But, you know, the financial planners aren't trained to be bankers. And they're not trained to be entrepreneurs. And they're not trained to show you how to control your own money without them. Yeah. So why I, would you ask that person? That's a great point. You know, there, there's a great distinction, Jim and Justin. So the typical financial advisor is interested in getting as much of the client's money under their own management. And what we're interested in doing is empowering the client and, and help them get more control. So the typical advisor wants control and we're trying to help our clients gain more control. Here's, here's one example real quick is, is an, an older gentleman came in to see me and he was super invested in real estate. I mean, he had 70 different parcels of real estate that he had, had backed up with, with trust deeds and, and, and mortgages. And he felt like he was, he was too concentrated in real estate. He heard about, about how IBC works and how dividend paying whole life works. And he came in to start moving the money from his interest payments or some, probably in some cases, interest and principal payments that he's receiving monthly and, and moving some of it into life insurance. And his primary motivation was to creditor protection because he knew he had terrific exposure. Yeah. Both on the liability side and also just from a market perspective. You know, 
just talking about creative ways like you, Joe, to use your policy. Jim, just a real quick story. We're talking about success stories. I had a client that's a business owner, Joe, that actually came to me and said, I want to use my policy. I haven't taken a loan. I'm not sure what I want to do. I don't want to buy any real estate. Our business is going well. I don't have any debt right now. And I said, man, what a great position to be in. And, and so we began to brainstorm and I said, well, tell me about your, your office. He said, well, we're leasing. We've been in our, our lease for five years. We've got another five years on it. And I said, why don't you go to your landlord? And so here's an idea out there for, for our listeners. I said, go to your landlord, ask him what kind of discount he would give you if you paid a year's worth of rent up front. And so he said, huh, interesting. So he went hoping for maybe one month free and Jimmy actually got a month and a half free. So wow. here's, what we, here's what we told him. We said, hey, loan this money to your business from your system and then pay your rent up front. Your, your landlord's going to give you a month and a half for free because he wanted all the money up front to help him. I said, have your business pay it back to you just the same as it would have to the landlord. And now, without changing the cash flow of the business whatsoever, without taking any risk, without paying any additional taxes, he picked up that return of a month and a half's worth of rent in his own pocket without costing his business anything, just because he was able to think differently and had access to capital. That's a pretty big success story. So when I hear the financial advisor traditionally say, well, I can get you a higher rate of return, I'm not sure anybody's going to be able to go out and beat that with certainty. You know, that's a great story. I hope everybody followed that story. So if you need to hit replay and listen to it again, then listen to it again because you and grab a calculator and do the math while Justin's talking and pause it, do whatever, because that is, that's a huge lesson for people to learn is that person just got a great return on their policy. When I hear people say, hey, I can get a higher rate of return, then I, I tell them, well, are you talking about both sides of the ledger or just the policy? Because if somebody says, well, hey, I can get a higher rate of return inside the policy from what, I mean, the, the ROR and the policy versus something else. Okay. But how about the other side of the ledger? How about your behavior? Because remember, infinite banking is a process, not a product. So what is our behavior? And I think about when I've seen people buy things and have massive rates of return because they're using the insurance company's money to go buy an asset that just happens to hit a home run. Okay, now what's my rate of return? Because it has to be both sides. Yeah. Right? Because I don't have to choose to take money out of an account to go put it in the right side of the ledger, which is my behavior. I get both. Yep. So, so in Justin's example, imagine never letting the money out of your own control and getting a reduction in your rent a, a month or a month and a half by paying annually. And you're actually producing a rate of return that's in excess of 20%. And right. you didn't have to take any risk because you're in control of the whole equation, both sides of it. I was just going to say that, Joe, where else can you get a return like that without any risk? Nowhere. Hey, and one other thing to add to that, you guys, that Nelson always said, where else can you have that opportunity? Because if you don't have access to capital, that opportunity doesn't exist. That's, That's right. what Nelson talks about. We've got to build capital in places that we have access to it. 
And that's what I love about Infinite Banking. And I get so fired up talking with you guys because of your passion. This is what's fun. We're creating an asset that just enhances everything else that you're doing because of the growth and because you have access to the capital. And if you don't have a coach that understands that, there's some great coaches around. You can go to uh, the Nelson Nash Institute website and there's some great coaches, but you're, you're listening to two of the best ones I know. Joe Pantosi is the guy that I called when I first learned about infinite banking other than Nelson Nash. And Jim is a guy that has helped me for 10 years understand ways to help teach people and grow our system. So the passion is there, guys, and you got to have access to capital in order to open the door to these opportunities. And by the way, Justin uh, is being humble because there's a lot of things that I show people every single day that I got from Justin and from Joe. And the message that we give out, we share our ideas, we share our, our concepts to help educate you our clients and any anybody that you would honor us by referring us to. And our message is the same. It's is as you probably can tell, we have different styles, but the message is the same. And it's not about us. It's about you. We're the guide. We're the Yoda. You're the Luke Skywalker. You're the hero of this story because it's your life. It's your money. It's your banking system. We're just there to coach you and to guide you. And the people that are out there that are marketing and saying, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, look how great I am. Okay, that's not, in my opinion, that's not who you want coaching. You want Justin and Joe, people like that, that are going to make you the hero of your story. And they're going to make sure that you defeat the, um, the evil empire. <laughs> You're a Star Wars fan, right? <laughs> I, had to, I had to reach for that one. <laughs> I think of a couple of clients that I've been working with for a number of years, and I'm talking about 15 to 20 years. And I have to admit publicly, they, they have been terrible students of banking. And by that, I mean, they have literally never taken a loan from their policies. They've never used their policies in the quote unquote right way to promote other businesses, to make other investments to pay their taxes uh, economically. But you know what they've done? They have fallen into this horrible habit of just storing cash in their life insurance. And they, each of them, the, the people that I'm thinking about, have several million dollars of cash value inside their life insurance. They've never borrowed against it. They feel comfortable with the policies. They're comfortable with the companies. They love the stability, and one of them happens to be the CFO of a publicly traded hotel company, so she knows what she's doing with regard to finance. I've gotten her on the phone with the investment manager of one of our insurance companies, and she said, you know, Joe, I'm just not interested in buying real estate. I'm just not interested in putting money in the stock market. I work for a publicly traded company. I'm a seven-figure W-2 earner, and I like putting half a million dollars a year into our life insurance and it just sits there until I'm ready to use it. So, you know, there are probably as many combinations and variations of use as there are people. I mean, that's an extreme example of a really poor IBC student, but they, they're winning the race in a different way. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a great point, Joe, is it's, it's her system. 
And if it's doing exactly what she wants it to do, and she knows that she's going to have tax-free access to that money someday, and if that's her goal, because think about that person, if they're a seven-figure employee, then can they put enough money in any of the qualified plan platforms to replace a significant portion of their income? Absolutely not. So what she's doing makes sense. It might not be infinite banking right now today, but maybe down the road when she retires and what's the definition of retire to take out a service, right? And so I I always think that when people retire, they normally decide that they want to be in service in some other capacity. So maybe she will someday decide that she wants to use her banking system in a different way, or maybe she'll just take the money out and not pay taxes on it and escape that trap. You know, Jim, I I think of a a really cool story. If I can just take a second, as we talk about success stories, I had a client and I hope some listeners can relate to this. So she got out of medical school. Her husband had already graduated from law school. He was a, a, a practicing attorney. She was just moving into her medical practice. And when they got out, Jim, they had close to 200,000 of student loan debt. And then they had a home mortgage where they were living in that was almost 250000 So if you put it together, they were almost $450,000 in debt. Wow. As they really started their life, they had uh, one little girl and, and were hoping to have uh, add to that uh, in the future. This was seven years ago. And after walking through this program, again, they had passion like we talked about. They were coachable. And we took and put in place without changing their cash flow, just changing where they were saving and investing money, without changing cash flow whatsoever on the payments they were making on that debt and the money they were saving or investing, we showed them a plan. And I am excited to tell you that inside of six years, they had taken over all of the debt from the traditional banking system and had all money flowing, that's a key word, flowing back into their system of policies and into their own infinite banking system where they had use and control. She actually came to our office and brought the mortgage. We took a picture of it. I wish I would have recorded it. We actually went out in the parking lot and she burned the mortgage because that's how important it was (laughs) for her to be in that position. And that's what you can do with the right coach, with some passion and investment in yourself and a little bit of coachability. That's awesome. When I think of coaching, and I, I always think back to golf, is, you know, just know that some people's infinite banking system is going to look like Jim Furyk's swing, and some of them are going to look like Rory McIlroy's swing. Now, if you're not a golfer, that's not going to mean anything to you, but if you're a golfer, you're going to know. Now, by the way, both guys deliver the club square at the ball, right? Their club face is square at impact, but how they get there, one is really pretty, and the other one is like, you're like, well, how does that work? But just know we're all individuals and your system will grow and the successes that you have will become and will happen because of your individuality in your swing or your IBC system. That's a great point. This is a point where Justin would probably make fun of my golf swing, but, but he's going to be polite. <laughs> I'm just texting you right now. I'm not, I'm not going to say it over there. <laughs> All right, guys, you know, as we go through this series and we think about 
the things that we are passionate about, trying to help our clients grow, how to help them become more confident and get better and better at practicing infinite banking and protecting their families and growing their families' wealth. Any last thoughts of just anybody out there who's maybe contemplating whether they should do infinite banking or they should learn more? Just some final thoughts. You know, Jim, if I could, I I really wanted to hear, and I think the listeners would be interested. Maybe we could take one minute apiece. Tell me a success story, Jim, that you and Joe have about how you've used your system, because I think it is so important for for our listeners and our clients to know that we practice what we preach, that that's why we're so passionate because we have seen it work for our families and in our businesses. And I was just curious if you got a quick story, Joe, maybe we'll start with you uh, and how you've used your system, you know, just real quickly. So I, I literally did use the orthodox method of IBC when I financed my, my first car in 2003 using my IBC system. And then, and then fast forward, um, just in the last few years, my wife and I love being at the beach. And I know you're going to make fun of me because I live in the desert, but we still love the beach. We love going to the beach. like sand. <laughs> and I'm sitting here looking at my second screen and I'm seeing this strand of sand out in the middle of a, of a light, light, light blue ocean. And my wife and I have always had a dream of owning beachfront property. And you know, if you know anything about beachfront real estate in the United States, that it's, it's really, really high end. But we have a client who used his IBC system to purchase beachfront lots. And he did that a few years ago. And I just, I just couldn't hold in my, my curiosity. And I asked them, where did you buy these beachfront lots that we helped to, to fund using your IBC system? He said, well, it's in Belize. And if you like, I'll give you the name of the real estate agent. Well, fast forward, we met the real estate agent. We flew down to Belize and we bought some beachfront property on um, Ambergris Key in Belize. So I'm looking at the strand of, of beach that is actually about a mile and a half from the property that we purchased and would not have been possible if I hadn't had a a private banking system that we were managing and where we knew no matter what, we would get our money back. I don't care if 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 the island that we bought on gets swallowed up by a volcano. We're going to get our money back because we're paying ourselves back. So we're going to have two assets at the end of the day. We got our banking system with all the money in it and we have the beachfront. And uh, it, w- it was a dream. We realized the dream. We're still in, in the midst of, of realizing it and seeing all the things that we can do with that beachfront. It's, it's just amazing that ordinary people can have the things that they didn't think they could have uh, if they just manage their finances differently. And I'm assuming that our next joint podcast will be live from the beach. Joe, you're going to host us. Is that right? You bring a rack of ribs. I'll bring the charcoal. We'll be there. <laughs> awesome. That sounds good. How about you, Joe? So I would say just one example is I've bought nine or started nine businesses using my infinite banking system. And when I was a kid, I worked in a casket factory when I was 13 years old, swinging a hammer. I'd like to say eight hours a day, but I couldn't do it for eight hours a day. So thank goodness for breaks. But the the guy that owned the business, 
I just remember he lived in Palos Verdes. The business was in Compton and I thought I should learn from this guy. So I always wanted to be a business owner like that and have a, you know, a, a warehouse and have things being done and manufactured and, or refurbished or, you know, just like Dwayne McIntyre was this guy's name. So I've been able to buy these businesses and provide jobs for people in my community and, and also grow those businesses using my banking system. And whether I loan the money to the company for a purchase order or loan it for something else, I'm still using my banking system. So not only did I buy those businesses, but I've grown those businesses and I'm continuing to grow those businesses all because of my banking system and, and, and fulfill a, a childhood dream, which was to provide jobs in my community and build a business that I could be proud of. Wow, man. I mean, just hearing the, the opportunities that are there, Jim, it's, it's all, Nelson said it, it's called infinite banking for a reason because there are infinite ways that you can use this system once you get it created and get started. And uh, for me, it was very, very similar, Jim, just, just real quick. In a conversation with the friend of a friend, I, I heard him say he had bought a new development and they were developing homes and one of the things he said is it was an existing mobile home park. And he said, we've got 20 mobile homes. I got to get moved. And so I said, what are you going to do with those? He said, well, I thought I had them sold, but the guy wasn't able to bring me the money. And I got to have these things out by Friday because the bulldozers are coming in. So I asked the question, I said, well, what would you take? And I'll never forget the number. He said, if you can get me a check by Friday, this was over the weekend. He said, if you could get me a check by, by the Friday, I'll sell them for $45,000. So I thought to myself, simple math. I was like 20 mobile homes. Okay. Not sure what I'm going to do with them, but I said, I'll get you a check. I was able to go to my policy, get a loan. I didn't have to go to the bank and go through a lot of paperwork and try to get qualified. I simply went to my policy. I took a loan from the insurance company against my cash. I gave the guy the 45,000. I now own 20 trailers. I was able to put in a very desirable area where a mobile home park was. And within six months, Jim, I had all 20 rented out for between $450 and $600 a month. Wow. And it's probably one of the best opportunities from a real estate standpoint that I had in the investing business. And you guys can pause it and do the math on it, but it really helped me get started. And that cash flow was able to allow me to buy other income producing assets like rental houses, warehouses. I actually now have four mobile home parks just in a side business that all started from that one transaction. And none of it would have ever happened had I not listened to Nelson Nash and read his book and listened to you guys, Joe Pantosi and Jim Oliver, understand how to create cash flow with this asset. So I would just encourage everybody out there listening, listen to these success stories. The opportunities are there for you. All you got to do is take action to go to one of these websites or to call Jim, call Joe, get Nelson's book. And it would be our honor to teach you how to do the infinite banking process the way Nelson Nash showed us. Absolutely. Thanks, Justin. Justin, by the way, what was your rate of return inside your insurance contract while you were doing all that? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? That's right. <laughs> but it was growing every day, every week, every, yeah. month, every year. I know that. Yeah. yeah. But the bottom line is who cares? Because you got both. Yep. 
that's and that's it. a great that's a great place to to end it. If you want to know how to do that, then you got to contact one of the three of us. Justin, what's your website? It's Nowlin W M N O W L I N W M stands for Wealth Management. Nowlin W M dot com. Joe, what's your website? Mine is Alpha Omega Wealth dot com. Or you can go to createtailwind.com and reach out to me. If you reach out to one of the three of us, you will be in great hands and we will help you. We will not charge you a fee. We'll show you how to do infinite banking. We'll help you to get started on your road to wealth. And you know, I, I can't uh, tell you guys, wrapping up this little quick series that I hope we do more of is just really been a lot of fun. And I hope that everybody in the audience has taken notes and enjoyed this. And guys, thank you for being on with me and sharing everything. It's been a blast. I enjoyed it too. And I, I appreciate the, the two of you being such a resource to me because you know, we, we all need accountability. It doesn't matter where you operate, where you, where you work, what you do. Everyone needs to have people that they trust with integrity and that they can rely on and, and throw questions back and forth. So you guys are always a, a great blessing to me. I appreciate you. Thank you guys. Until next time, audience, we'll do this again and we'll have this three-way podcast series, kind of a limited edition. But do yourself a favor, break away from the herd, start today, take action. I know there might be some things you're worried about or afraid of. Get yourself a coach and take action. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Jim Oliver and Justin Kraft and Joe Pantosi signing off. Thank you for your kind attention to our tribute to Mr. Nash. We could have simply kept going, probably made this a 20-part series based on all the good that Nelson did for us, our families, our clients, and our communities. We trust you will take time to look into the subject of Nelson's career, the infinite banking concept. Go to our websites, check our recommended reading, test the principles that we teach against your most precious values, and you'll find they will resonate. We wish you all success and family wealth in all its forms.